Welcome to the Hustle Class Podcast. We have a quick disclaimer. All material presented within Hustle Class LLC is not investment advice, but for educational purposes only. Trading involves risk and you are solely responsible for your investment decisions and assume the entire risk of any trading you choose to undertake. Owners of Hustle Class LLC and its representatives are not registered as security broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority. Please utilize a registered investment or financial advisor to make any financial decisions. If you choose to invest without seeking advice from such an advisor or entity, then any consequences resulting from your investments are your sole responsibility. By utilizing Hustle Class LLC in our content, you are indicating your consent and agreement to our disclaimer. Welcome, welcome to Hustle Class. Mike check, one, two, one, two. We are back at it again with another one. Yes, this is Hustle Class. I'm your host, Jermaine, and we about to get it cracking real quick. So this week, you know, I listen, you know, to my motivational playlist to have another song for y'all today, Organic Miracles by Larry June and Harry Fraud. Um, And, you know, the lyric that Larry June spits in this, um, in this that I wanted to tell y'all about was when he said, you know, calculated moves, everything must make sense. Took the negatives on my life and then I got rich, right? So I just say that to say, you know, calculated moves, man. I was on I was on a call with Eon today and we were just like fascinated by how quickly we're moving in the directions that we want to move in in terms of our, you know, financial our financial goals and how much knowledge we're getting, how much game we're getting. And, you know, we're just opening our world to so many more things that we could have ever expected, you know, calculated moves, you know, and everything must make sense. Took the negatives out of my life and then I got rich. I'm the king of, um, you know, protecting my energy. Um, if something is no longer serving me, if something is negative in my life, um, if I have to, you know, thug it out in the time being, I do. But ultimately, um, I try to get out of that tough spot of that unfortunate situation where I have a lot of negatives pouring into me because I feel like the positives have to pour into me so that I can exude that positivity and, you know, speak things into existence and, you know, emphasize the law of attraction in my life. So, you know, I don't want negatives in my life. I want to have a clear head. I want to have a clear mind. I want to have a clear spirit, be clean physically and just go just be able to accomplish everything I want to accomplish and I don't want anything to hold me back you know all the negatives so once again calculated moves everything must make sense took the negatives on my life and then I got rich one more thing about calculated moves everything must make sense when it comes to crypto and stocks and things of that nature even like nowadays I'm getting into like bots right and flipping and nfts and you know all types of things right it seems like a lot of people are really quick to jump the gun and don't really do their research. I'm guilty of that one. Like my number one guilt trip is that is the uh, NBA Top Shot. Like I'm I'm down. My portfolio is down fifty percent because I jumped into it too fast without really um, understanding it for one. And even then, it's still kind of since it's in beta. Um, the you know creators of it did sabotage it a little bit, <laughs> which led to my loss of um you know um value in my portfolio. Right, but I would say that you know that just reminded me that for one you have to be patient and two you have to have calculated moves it has to make sense before you go forward it has to so make sure that as you're listening and you're hearing about stocks and you're hearing about crypto and nfts and you know all things of that nature and different hustles right you make sure that you do your due diligence you do your research if it requires a financial advisor you consult you do the things that you need to do right um so yeah uh that that's the bar 
Um, so last week, you know, we talked about some of the crypto stuff. Not going to get into it this week. We're going to uh, wait another week before we talk more about, um, you know, Safe Moon, Safe Mars, and Moonstorm. But um, besides those three, the other two that I've heard about recently is Cake, which I think is Pancake Swap. So that's Cake as a crypto ticker. And then another one, um, well, one that I've really enjoyed using or involving myself with is BNB. Most definitely, um, you know, BNB is is fire. And then another one that um, I've been rocking with that I've also kind of um, been engaging with is, dang, what's that ticker called? Um, yes, NFT art. NFT art is the other one that um, I've heard about recently. So I'm only saying it so that you're hearing it here first and you can get that on your radar. Um, if you want to, you know, hear more about it, I could talk more about it next week after I actually do some research um, and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk more about that another time. Um, but right now, what I wanted to get into is um, this week. So, um, you know, Biden had said that he was going to increase taxes and the market took that very terribly. I mean, I think SPY was down like, I mean, $10 in like within like a 10 15 minute time frame like it just shot completely down um which was an overreaction by the market because i mean once you know things once the dust settled on that move everything kind of bounced back um but yeah it was kind of like a you know a lot of people who engage in the stock market like to see their profit they like to take their profit when you tell them that you're going to be taxing them crazy amounts um you know they're probably going to take that money and put it elsewhere like you know crypto real estate whatever else they can make without having to get taxed so heavily because you know the taxes is their is basically the money that they made getting taken away from them right so that's just food for thought um, but yeah, after Biden said that the market had a correction of sorts, or it didn't really have a correction because it shot back up the next day as fast as it shot down, right? So nothing really changed in the state of the market except people who were in options um, kind of got um, you know flushed out if they didn't hold their positions down because of the decrease in you know the price and the theta. Um, even though the implied volatility itself had increased in a lot of different stocks, um, you know those those other values I think overweighed and made people feel like they were down bad or losing, so they probably cut their losses. Um, and then a lot of companies have done exceptionally well um, in terms of their price action off of earnings. Because what do we know about earnings? When a company gives out earnings, they can go up or down, right? They can beat earnings and go up. They can beat earnings and go down. Um, but a lot of it is about the internal stuff that happens in a meeting and how the shareholders or the big people who actually invest in these companies take it. And so Facebook had great earnings. Uh, Google had great earnings. Apple had great earnings. Um, to say the least, I think Amazon should be coming up soon um, and some other companies. Microsoft had good earnings, if I'm not mistaken, but the price went down for the stock, right? Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah, a lot of these companies um, had great earnings. So with that being said, you know, my eyes um, last week, I talked about um, I talked about Square and uh, I talked about Disney. And so for Square... Um, it definitely is at a place where it's like uh, chilling right now. Um, it's still in like a rising wedge of sorts. Um, so, you know, I, I like it, um, you know, because of, you know, the, the directions that the company is going to head in. Um, they beat earnings uh, the last three times they had earnings. So in August, they beat earnings by 600 percent. Um, in November, they beat earnings by 100 percent. In February, they beat earnings by 32 percent. So I'm banking on them to beat this upcoming May 6th. 
um, you know, for me, I'm just loading up the chopper. It's like that's what I like to say. So um, it's sitting a little bit above. Um, it's sitting above um, a strong res a strong support, and it's sitting at a medium, you know, support. So I think it's a good it's a good spot for a buy for me. So I'm looking at Square. I'm rocking with Square and their earnings. I feel like uh, they've been doing a lot of Cash App giveaways. A lot of people have been buying crypto and stocks on Cash App. Not to mention Square is great for businesses that do transactions um, online. Um, you know, oh, another company that had great earnings, Shopify. The only reason why I didn't buy Shopify stock is just because it's quite expensive. Shopify was about when I was looking at it, about a thousand dollars a share. Well, not even a thousand. It was like a thousand one hundred a share. After earnings, they've shot up to like thirteen hundred, so that would have been a two hundred gain right there. But personally, it was just too expensive for me. And um, you know, focusing on a lot of different things in the market, you're not going to catch everything at the right time, right? That's why people say don't over diversify, because what what happens when you know you're looking at you know other stocks, and you're not looking at Shopify, and Shopify goes crazy, right? So you want to make sure that you you're focusing on the companies that you see value in, um, and even I started really seeing a lot of the value in Shopify recently because you know I've been flipping, and when I flip off of um, a lot of these websites, they use the Shopify app for the transactions. Um, I know Telfar does a lot of um, if you know you're into coins and silver, a lot of those um, companies use Shopify as well. Um, a lot of um, online stores that my friends have go through Shopify. Um, I know. Uh, my friend, um, you know, Jason and, and my friend Saeed, um, you know, both my frat brothers, actually, but my friends as well. They both have stores. And I think the transactions took me through Shopify. So I should have known Shopify was going to kill earnings. Last time they beat earnings by 25 percent. This time they beat it by 170 percent. That's a kill right there. Um, I might start add some sound bites in for when there's like a, some great news, you know, some sound bites. But. You know, we're growing the podcast as time progresses, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, Shopify went crazy. So I just wanted to mention that um, for those interested in investing because it's still at a good place. Um, it is sitting at a resistance right now, so it could definitely bounce down. It also has a gap that it created that it might try to fill. Um, but right now, I'm very bullish on Shopify just because I've seen um, how things have changed. And a lot of businesses, I mean, if Shopify really aces down their platform, I mean, they'll be they'll be a force to reckon with, right? Um, and like I said, Square is something I talked about last time. Still looking good on Square. Disney, I love it so much. I mean, it's just, Disney's just cool and like low volume. Nobody's really focused on it. There are other head honchos that are going crazy right now. Like I said, a lot of companies had good earnings. A lot of companies have more earnings next week. Disney is going to be May 13th. I foresee Disney having a slight bull run up to May 13th and then actually gapping up and potentially coming back to correct that sooner than later based on how the market goes because I feel like we are due for a slight correction just based on how high the spy is. But um, I really like Disney right here. And, you know, I talked a lot about Disney and why I like it on the previous episode. So you can go back and listen to that or on either on the previous episode or two episodes ago. It has to do with NFTs and the future as well as Disney streaming, right? So um, actually, I don't think I talked about this. I think I talked about this on a phone call. I might not have mentioned it here, but um, a lot of people have been talking about Snowfall, right? Great show. A lot of people have a lot of buzz with it. A lot of people have been talking about the, the Winter Soldier and Falcon, right? And the Falcon, that's a show that people have been talking about as well. And, you know, we just had March Madness. And, you know, we have the NBA season going on and a lot of different other sports going on, right? Now, all of these fall under Disney. How? The Walt Disney Company owns more than 50% stake in Hulu, right? Or majority stake in Hulu. 
Disney also has their own platform, right? Disney Plus streaming. They did exceptionally well their last two earnings. Last earnings, they were up by 190%. The previous one, they were up by 72%. Keep in mind, they have not really opened up their parks yet. And their parks were one of those big sources of revenue, right? Disney on Ice and things of that nature were big sources of revenue, right? So they're creating these new shows and creating these new platforms. And they're also, like I said, heavily involved in Hulu, which has great shows that keep you engaged and keep you subscribed because that's how they make money. And they also had ESPN, right? I know that when I did my bracket challenges, which I won, I won one of them, um, by the way. Um, so I actually won some money. But in the bracket challenges you have, um, I did I did a couple on ESPN, and a lot of the different groups that I'm in that were doing bracket challenges were doing them through ESPN. Um, so I know that ESPN was heavy with March Madness, which just happened in March. So we're thinking about Disney earnings. I feel like they're gonna kill it. Um, and the fact that their stock isn't moving right now is beautiful to me because if it's moving too much to, before earnings, then I would be concerned. But right now, I mean, I just been loading up the chopper. So you know, I'm right there with Disney. I love it. Um. When it comes to companies that I'm looking at moving forward, um, you know, similar to Shopify, um, I've actually been um, using eBay to flip as well. Um, and eBay, um, you know, had earnings today and their earnings were only they're only up by two percent. So they kind of dropped. Right. Um, they dropped. And it's like, okay, eBay's dropping. Are they a good company? I've just found a lot of usability in it, um, especially because. Um, knowing how flipping happens on different sites, I know that a lot of people would much rather flip sneakers on eBay than they would on, you know, say like a stock extra goat if you're not selling a lot of sneakers at a time, right? Just because um, the, your profit margins are probably easier on eBay than they are on other apps. Um, so I like eBay in terms of like the flipping aspects as a stock because they didn't do well on earnings. Not quite sure how I would approach it, but they do give dividends. So that means they are a pretty stable company, it looks like, from their price action. Um, can't lose much, can't make much. Um, but I wonder what the future looks like for them because the same way I was using um, Shopify to, you know, I was using Shopify to get a lot of stuff to flip. I was also flipping them on eBay, right? Um, but one thing I will say that I just thought about, so um, the same way I was using all these websites and they were taking me to Shopify to be able to transact, when I was doing my eBay stuff, it was taking me through to PayPal to transact, right? And PayPal is also a very important company um, to keep in mind. So, um, you know, PayPal right now, it has sort of like a bull flag um, or sort of like a rising wedge. And so, you know, keep your eyes on PayPal. PayPal has earnings coming up May 5th. Um, last earnings, they beat by 8%. The one before that, they beat by 13%. Um, each time they beat earnings, it seems like they have a nice little bull run before they come back down. Um, so I really like um, PayPal right here. So, um, yeah, definitely something to look at. Um, and my apologies. Uh, one of the stocks I talked about last time was Roku, and I forgot to mention it. Um, but Roku has earnings coming up. They beat their last earnings by 1,000%, the one before that by over 100%. So, you know, I mean, right now Roku's rocking and they're rolling. So I'm really impressed with Roku. Um, seems like a pattern that they have is um, um, an inverse head and shoulders, if you know what that stock pattern is. If not, you can look it up. It's quite bullish. Um, and right now it's sitting at um, a strong um, support. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, but those are kind of like my stock picks, what I'm looking at. Um you know, don't forget, like I said, over diversification could kill your portfolio. 
Um, you know, focus on what's important to you. Um, consult with who you need to consult with. Um, next week we'll come back with more gems, more more vibes. Um, you know, for those who are looking to flip, um, concert tickets are back in style. Um, you know, since things might be opening up soon. So I know that, um, what's it called? I think there's Bruno Mars is going to be going on tour or something like that. So that might be a good flipping opportunity if you can get pre-sale tickets. Um, Bad Bunny, I already got those. I'm trying to sell them. And uh, we'll see what other artists come up. But I, I always tell people, like, I'm more interested in focusing on smaller artists with, like, cult followings in certain cities because the tickets are relatively cheap. They're really they're all pretty much general admission because they're new artists and they sell out pretty fast. And, you know, a lot of people are going to want to buy those resale tickets. So um, that's what I usually like to focus on before the pandemic. But now, I mean, people are hungry just to do something. I mean, the airlines are jacking up all these flight prices. So, you know what I'm saying? We're also um, falling victim to that in, like, the ticket realm and things of that nature. Like, everybody's paying way too much for stuff because we just haven't had it in a while, right? So, that's that. Um, uh, well, another thing to think about is um, we, we have a trading seminar and financial workshop coming up in Miami. Um, that'll be in June, June 19th. Um, in Miami, so I'm gonna be going with my with my good friend and partner uh, Eon, um, my good business partner Eon, and you know we're gonna be over there giving um, you know in person game, um, you know um, and a live seminar. So if you show up, you're gonna get a lot of great uh, information. You're gonna be able to hang out with us and have a great time with us. Um, you know we're gonna have refreshments, food, um, a DJ, music. Um, vibes and everything else and if you're there for just the whole weekend um, we can definitely have some one-on-one time um, you know um, sometime while we're there so definitely just reach out Um, but yeah we're in Miami so if you're in Miami in the Florida area please let people know I'll put the link um, in the show notes um, to attend that or to register on the Eventbrite and um, if you have any questions feel free to reach out via email um, it's going to be a great event and I'm, I'm excited. I'm honestly excited to be able to impact people with the knowledge that I've gained and also absorb some of the knowledge that's going to be presented because I, Eon and I are not the only, you know, really, really into this stuff, you know, people that are going to be there to say the least, there's going to be lots of people there with lots of experiences, um, lots of knowledge, lots of game, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm heavy into stocks and I'm heavy into flipping, but somebody else is heavy into crypto. And then I go and sit there and I listen to what they have to say, right? Because in crypto, this whole thing about staking and farming is crazy, right? You don't even know what those words mean, but yeah, (laughs) crypto is really wild right now. Um, You can make a lot of money. So I'm hoping that I go there and learn something too. So please definitely plug in and definitely show up, show out. Um, Yeah, so please come to Miami. And uh, yeah, before you come to Miami you know, make sure that you prepare, you know what I'm saying, I got, I got vaccinated, you know what I'm saying, I'm hoping everybody's trying to be safe, everybody's trying to, you know, do the best practices that they can to ensure that they're safe and everybody else is safe, um, so yeah, that's that, um, but yeah, so I will talk Jermaine out, enjoy the rest of your evenings, and let's get this money.